0: network, its staff, and management.
1: That's a nice old-fashioned postcard, Franklin. This is the ascent that matters.
0: So place your order with us right now. Some people have said that you're retarded, not me.
1: All right, it's time, I think, for Saturday afternoon. Ready to kick ass with some gas. <laughs> it's driving... Driving here on your uh, Saturday afternoon for a couple hours. We're a brand new show here on Voice America. I'm very excited to be a part of this as well. And uh, the show that's called "Going Global with Gas," man. (laughs) That's what I wanted to hear from you, man. We were trying to practice something, and nothing really came true. So (laughs) we're just kind of playing around with it. (laughs) What's up, Voice America? Happy Saturday to you. Uh, This is a brand new show here. My name is Kevin Gasman, and. uh, I'm kind of doing a jump here. I uh, did radio for quite some time, and still doing radio, but I uh, thought we'd jump out to the, a little uh, internet action here on Voice America. So this show that you're listening to right now is called Going Global with Gas. Man! <laughs> and what we're going to be doing here on this show, we're going to be uh, playing some music here. This will be the first music show on the network, which I'm very excited about as well. And uh, we're going to be featuring... DIY bands, do-it-yourself bands, artists that are kind of on the precipice of making it big. So I guess we're kind of underground in a way. In a way, with all these uh, musicians that we'll be playing in the next couple hours, talking about them, talking about other issues as well. Because going global with gas means you know we're going to be going around the world, talking about issues. Screw might... national,
2: we're going global.
1: <laughs> That's Matt, by the way. Matt the intern. Yes, Matt the intern's hanging out with us here. And uh, <laughs> we're just kind of having some fun today. And, you know, I, I've done radio for about 14 years, and um, I'm, I'm nervous today for some reason.
2: Well, you know, it's it's first first show jitters.
1: First show, and, you know, I'm excited because, you know... Because uh, everything can go wrong. <laughs> well, we're, we're always anticipating everything going wrong. That's, that's the idea, because if everything goes right, then something went wrong. Right.
3: <laughs> that's kind
1: of how it works out. Um, I've been in radio for over 14 years, uh, mostly here in Phoenix, Arizona, where we're broadcasting from, and... Over those years, I've I've met some great artists, musicians, comedians, actors, athletes, and all those uh, interesting people, uh, politicians, and you know, what have you. I've met, and uh, we're going to try to bring a little bit of that flavor here every Saturday. And uh, kind of you know, the variety channel means variety, so we're going to give you a little bit of that. But again, most importantly, is we're going to play a lot of music. That's right, and that's what I'm most excited about. Let's do it. Be able to give the music that I know and I love for the over the years, and be able to present it to you guys out there listening to us at VoiceAmerica.com. And, uh, you know, real simple to find us there on the Variety Channel. And I'm, I'm ready to play something. I'm
2: ready for you to play some music as well. Stop talking.
1: <laughs> Stop talking, Matt. All right, we're going to play some music. Um, my first <clears throat> artist that we're going to play here, his name's WUT. W-U-T. Just an amazing singer-songwriter who uh, lived in L.A., Hawaii. He's got some Japanese love as well. And, you know, I chose him because over the years that I've known What. He's just been a great friend and a confidant, and uh, there's lots to learn from him, and I think you will from this song. It's called The Meaning, and what is uh, his name? W-U-T, whatever you think. And it's the song that's going to start off here, going global with gas. Man, enjoy.
4: It's a look, it's a feel, it's a way, it's today or tomorrow. It's the good, it's the bad, it's the happy, it's the sad or sorrow. It's alone, it's together, it's sometimes is forever or never. It's the smiles, it's the team, it's the hope, it's the dream.
1: with the meaning and you can find him online his uh band camp is what flow that's w-u-t-f-l-o-w dot bandcamp.com and i really dig him it's just a beautiful tune but he's got a lot of other songs and he's got another band called frequent kings as well so you can check them out i highly encourage that but do that in your own time not right now that's right. <laughs> My name's Kevin Gassman, and you are going global with gas.
2: Man.
1: <laughs> that's Matt, the intern. I'm just going to call you Matt, the intern. Is that all right? That's fine. Yeah? I
2: think that's what you've been calling me for about the last six months, right?
1: Yeah, I think so. Well, you've been helping me out. We, I do a radio show as well, so you can catch me during the week. But we'll talk about that another time. But right now, we are going to play some music, too, You know, for the rest of the show. And hey, we're always uh, welcoming You know, your request, if you have any bands out there that you know of in your area. You know, we're global, so you know we're, we're going to play music from Sweden today, and we're going to play music from Italy today. Um, we got music from here that we just played. So a lot of music and musicians that I've met throughout my years of radio, we'll be bringing them here to uh, the show and uh, playing it for you guys here on voiceamerica.com. And, you know, this is my first time doing a podcast, so there's a lot of different elements that go into it than just doing a radio show. You know, we have a website, voiceamerica.com. It's a great website. You can check out all the shows we have. Seven channels to choose from. I mean, it's really amazing. Lots of information, everything you can find. But there's a, um, when I was filling out my information on how to become a show, and you know what I need to do for like, let's see if you're going to go to Voice America and search gl- going global with gas or just maybe some other kind of topics. I had to choose from a list of 26 topics <laughs> to <laughs> say which ones are more applicable to my show. <laughs> that sounds like a challenge. <laughs> well, I'm looking at the topics, and uh, the first is alternative and complementary care. Will I be talking about that? Um, maybe, I don't know. I don't. <laughs> animals and pets. I love animals and pets. I'm sure we'll be talking about some dogs and cats in this show here. Um, anti-aging. I don't know, but I guess kind of, sort of, right? Antiques. We'll be talking about it. I love Antique Roadshow. <laughs> I love Pawn Stars. I love Storage Wars. I love those shows. So yes, and we're talking about antiques. Arts and entertainment. Well, of course, it's going global with gas. Man. And then we got business and finance. Well, you know. Maybe we'll tap in a little bit of that. But I think everything's kind of related to business and finance, isn't it? Yeah, I think so. All right. Food and nutrition, of course. We like to eat healthy here.
2: That's right. We might have, we have a couple special segments for food uh, e- foodies yeah. that we have.
1: You're allowed to have your Coca-Cola in here now. But okay. I, I, it's water after that, man. It's water after that? <laughs> okay. You've got to be healthy. Uh, you got to be healthy. But, you know, unless you live in West Virginia, man, I wouldn't trust the water. <laughs> I wouldn't trust the water here anyway, man, anywhere off the tap. You know, I was at a bar... A couple of weeks ago, and I had some tap water out of the gun, and it was so disgusting. It was so nasty. I'm like, how do you serve this? I mean, you're, you're, if you're mixing this with something else, it's so—I mean, I couldn't even, like, take a sip. It just hit my mouth. I was like, this is gross. Can't we do something about this?
2: So you can taste the difference between tap water and, like, let's say, Aquafina or a bottled beverage water?
1: Absolutely. Okay. I'm kind of—I I drink nothing but distilled water if I can. Interesting. Yeah. People are like, there's no value in that. No, there is. That's a myth. Distilled water is good. I like the minerals and the rocks in my drinking water. Okay. Yeah. You know, the ammonia and the the fluoride and the protein. Yeah, of course. (laughs) Well, you're a special breed, Max. Exactly. (laughs) So, yes, food and nutrition we'll be talking about. The government, well, I think we might hit upon those. We have a couple stories we'll talk about a little bit later on. That might include the government. Uh, health care issues, of course, health style, healthy lifestyles, home and family. Yes, I think that's all kind of incorporated, right? So all these little names that I'm mentioning right now, you can type in, going global with gas will pop up, um, except uh, kids and teens health. I don't care about that. <laughs> <laughs> Let's just make sure that's laid out there. Uh, lifestyle, medical, medications. Well, medications we're going to talk about because we're going to have a segment on this program every week about the cannabis culture. We're going to get you caught up in what's new in that world because eventually it's going to be a non-issue. But it's just how long would that, isu- how long would that time be before it becomes a non-issue is to be determined. Uh, men's health, of course, I'm a man. Mental health, I'm a little crazy. Uh, opinion and editorial, yes. Love to give my thoughts. <laughs> Especially with nobody feeding me back anything. Personal development, politics, self-help, sexual health, yes. Spirituality, sports, we'll talk sports. We've got a little bit of a segment coming up a little bit later on. We'll talk about that as well. we got the Super Bowl happening next weekend. But, of course, the big game is tomorrow, the Pro Bowl. Um, we'll talk weight loss and women's issues. <laughs> That's going to be the whole show. I'm just letting you know. This is what you're going to get when you go global with gas. Man. Exactly. All right. And music, of course. So let's stop talking. Let's play some tunes from a band uh, called Congos. Now, this is really cool. These guys are awesome. They're brothers. And they're originally from South Africa. They make their home here in Phoenix, Arizona. They just wrapped up a gig at the Wiltern Theater in Los Angeles with Imagine Dragons. Very big things happening for these guys. I love this tune. You're going to love it as well. So come with me now and going global with gas. Man. Congos, and you can find them online, kongos.com, K-O-N-G-O-S.com. Again, four brothers jamming, uh, originally from South Africa, man. And they, they, they went back there last year. They played another tour with, uh, this finished a tour with Imagine Dragons. Uh, big things happening with them. You should find them online as soon as possible, but on your own time, not now. <laughs> you're your going global with gas, and uh, we're hanging out with you until uh, a couple a couple hours here. So we have another hour and a half to go, and uh, we're just kind of letting the, the dust settle. The gas is settling a little bit, you know? You know, when you go from, like, radio, and then you move to podcasts podcast, it's, obviously it's a different world, but it's kind of not in the same thing. So trying to figure out, you know, what we can do here today and play your music out there. So I want you guys listening to send me an email. Right now, you can send it to Kevin at withgas dot com. That's my email address, and uh, let me know what bands are out there, where you're at in the country. If you know anybody, I'm sure you know someone in a band. If not, someone you're related to is in a band. Um, you know, we're looking for uh, bands that are touring. You know, that are working the, working themselves off. You know, the DIYs, do-it-yourselfers that are uh, hustling out there because it is a w- different world of music these days than it has been in the past. So a lot of bands are working hard to figure out how to make it, how to get their sound out there to the masses, and hopefully. This show here on the Variety Channel, uh, voiceamerica.com, will be a, a good conduit for that, and uh, people out there will be able to re- reach out to, to, new, uh, to new genres, because we're going be, to be mixing it up a little bit. That was a little bit of rock and roll right there. We're going to play um, some reggae a little bit later on. Yamon. Re- Yaman yeah, because yeah, man, Matt, you're in a reggae band. That's right. We're going to play your band coming up. Oh, you're so nice. And it's not because you're here. Just to let you know.
2: Oh, it's, I know. You asked me a couple days ago.
1: Dude, if, if, if I didn't know you, I would still say the song is good.
2: Oh, thank you. <laughs> That's all you're i got to say.
1: I am kind. Thank, thank you. you. Uh, I was being kind, actually, the other day. I was driving, and I was leaving the supermarket, and as I'm exiting the parking lot onto the main street, there wasn't a light, so I had to kind of jump into traffic, but I was behind a car, and the car in front of me was just waiting, and the traffic was coming, and then all of a sudden, an opening came, and this person wasn't turning left. And I'm like, all right, there's your opening and nothing. So I'm, I'm going left as well. And more traffic comes, another opening comes, nothing. She stays there. I'm like, come on. Now a car comes up behind me. And so we're kind of all sitting there waiting and waiting. Another window opens, nothing. And I'm like, all right, I'm getting a little impatient here. But before anything could happen, the guy behind me honked. <laughs> he bypassed me. He over honked me. <laughs> you know what I'm saying? He like passed me. He's like, dude, you're not doing it. I'm gonna do it for you. So honk. So he honked, and then I was like, "All right." So I honked my horn, and then sure enough, she went. But did she go when there was an opening? No. Why do people do that? They wait. They wait for the last second to turn before it's like too late.
2: Well, too many people are using their cell phone while they're driving. That's the problem? Nowadays. I could see
1: that in the sense that she might have been on her phone, but in regardless, you know, <clears> the thing is, there's a lot of openings. I think she just had a she. Had she had a chicken foot.
2: Well, I was at a stoplight, and you know how some stoplights give you the indicator to make your left-hand turn. I had a female just sitting in her car, and she didn't move. And I'm, like, honking on my little scooter. <laughs> and I, eh, eh, and at, at that point, I just, okay, and I just went around her. I'm not going to sit in behind a lady at a green light.
1: Right. <laughs> no, you, know, you don't want to. One time, uh, you, know, at, you know, I'm sure around the world it might be the same universal rules, but turning right on a red light is okay. And one time I was behind this girl when she wasn't turning right on a red and I was getting a little upset. And you gotta, I got to remind you guys that I'm actually the road rage rehab instructor. So I know how to calm myself down a little bit. But this was <laughs> driving me nuts because there was no traffic coming. There was no traffic and she's just sitting there on a, on a red light turning right and she wasn't turning. So I honk my horn and all she did is she look in the rearview mirror and she gave me a thumbs up. I'm like, why would you give me a thumbs up? And then I noticed she had a bumper sticker that says, honk if you're pro-life. And then I thought, I was like, are you driving like an asshole on purpose just to recruit people? Is that what you're doing? Because now I'm deciding on this whole pro-life thing, all right? All right, let's play some tunes. We're going to go to uh, Italy for this one. And uh, where are we going to go to Italy? We're going to go to um, Pescaro, Italy. It is on the east coast of the country, pretty high up on the boot, a little bit south of Venice. And this is where we found cheap wine. And these guys are really cool, and I really dig this, um, the tune and the video that goes along with it. It's amazing. You need to check it out if you can or when you can. Again, on your own time, not right now. You'll listen to Cheap Wine. The tune's called Waiting on the Door, and this is really going global with gas, man.
5: God.
6: Devil said, when he turned
1: your I just love that song. Sophia Talvik is responsible for that one. The tune is called The Garden, and she is from Sweden, hitting up a couple songs from a Well, way across the pond, our Going Global with Gas, man, is uh, hitting up some countries, Italy and Sweden, for some music. Again, we are all over the place, so again, we're looking for some music from where you're at. You know, I'm sure there's some listeners out in England and Australia and Canada and all over the world, and you can send us your request for bands that are out there that are looking for a little help, a little push. That's what we do. i
2: really, I really want some Aussie fight music, like some some Australian, so, like Aussie, Aussie,
7: like oh, oy, oy, oy.
1: yeah, like that kind of music. A so, that. I don't know if that's a song.
2: Well, that's something ch- similar. That's a chant. It's a chant.
1: Yeah, it's it's so funny. Like in like in England, you know, like oh, whoa, 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 oh, whoa. Whoa, whoa, you know that one. Um, it's it, that's it's like an organic chant that comes from like a football game, you know, in, in you know with Manchester United, you know, and Arsenal, you know, and when we do it here. In America, the keyboardist, the organist in the stadium has to start that chant, and then everyone gets into it. So there's like a big, huge difference between people and fans around the world. I think we're the only country that needs like an assistance. Hey, it's time for you to do this chant now. Okay. But but if you watch like football games and soccer games, they just start out of nowhere. Just a group of hooligans (laughs) start up a chant, and then everyone's doing it.
2: I think maybe the crowds are just more interactive, you know, globally when it comes to sports. And they get a little bit more rambunctious, you know. Then again, everybody can get rambunctious. Well, what do you think that is,
1: though? Event? Right, but what do you think that is, you know, as far alcohol. as— I <laughs> you think it's you alcohol. <laughs> oh, yeah, it's alcohol. That <laughs> um, it, it could be a matter of that. It could be a fact of that. But I think it's, it's something where, you know, soccer, football, however you want to call it, is something that has been so ingrained in their history and their culture— much more than it is in ours even though football is ours but we have football we have baseball we have basketball we have hockey we have so many to choose from where they kind of did it in a sense you know they, they only have that that's pretty much their main thing and that's all it is so when you live breathe and die by the by the football <laughs> that's what they do so they're a lot more passionate our passionate fans Kill people. <laughs> That's what they yeah. do. I mean, big rivalry between the Dodgers and the and the uh, San Francisco Giants ended up in the death of a of a Dodger fan, no, a Giant fan in L. A. In L. A. Yeah, I mean, it's ridiculous. You know, the the more you think about, even the fans getting drunk and rowdy, uh, they're actually kind of offing themselves because I think last season there was a few people that fell off of escalators that fell down three or four stories to their death at a game, even before the game started tailgate man tailgate <laughs> that's what it's all about well we'll get into some sports a little bit later on i won't get into too much right now it's a little more of a global 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 look at it and in a sense of what the difference is between our culture our sports culture and you know the world's sports culture you know we got the olympics happening here in a few weeks especially with the threats going down in sochi and russia you know they're not really friendly of the gays and and gay people, you know, and we're like sending everybody we know that's gay that can play a sport over <laughs> there, kind of rubbing it in, in a sense. It's like, I don't know, you know, with the threats. Would you go if you were on a team and you knew you were going to a country where there were terroristic threats?
2: Yeah. I mean, as a musician, you have to kind of think about, like, Pussy Riot, right? Right. They right? went over there and they got— They're from there. yeah. I'm just saying, though, in general, I think you kind of just have to go over there with a positive mindset that hopefully nothing's going to go wrong. Right. And don't put yourself in a situation like where illegal activities are ongoing.
1: Well, you can't let fear rule you. You got to right. go and hope you know, hope for the best, which, you know, I think the majority of people are good. <laughs> of course. You know? And hopefully these are just uh, empty threats and promises and uh, nothing will happen because that would be really sad. And, you know, if, if nothing does happen, then what's really scary is that the only terrorist attack that it happened like, as far as the bombing goes would be the one that was here in Atlanta, you know, that, that Olympics, you know, it was a bomb that went off, you know, of course you can go to Munich in 72, with that one with the, uh, you know, the uh, the Israeli team got held hostage, and it was just a horrible event there. But, you know, we just hopefully nothing will happen, and it's a good sport, and I'm looking forward to it. One of my favorite events in the uh, the Olympics is hockey. I, I can't wait to watch that because every single game I could watch. I could watch Belarus play Australia <laughs> if Australia's got a team. Does Jamaica have a hockey team? I don't know. I would think not. they got a bobsled team. They've probably got a bobsled team. They do. Team. They're going this year. Well, it's named
2: Bob. <laughs> Bob. It's hey, a Bob. bobsled team, of course. Hey, Bob. Yo, Bob.
1: Yo, Bob. Yeah. So I don't know. I'm, I'm looking forward to it. I mean, is it a big deal for me? Not really. I mean, I'm going to, I like it because of the time difference. I'm probably going to watch it like at three o'clock in the morning. So is this Winter
2: Olympics that's coming back or summer? It's February. Okay. I don't know,
1: man. Jeez,
2: man.
1: <laughs> Get with it, man. Get with it. So
2: there's February Olympics coming back. Is that what we're doing? Are we Winter Olympics?
1: Yeah. Okay. The Winter Olympics. And then two more years will be the, the summer. Okay. And then. So every four years, every, they just alternate them now.
2: So your favorite event is not the one with the brooms, right, where they're like— Curling? Curling, there no, you go. No,
1: no. <laughs> Although if there's nothing else on <laughs> and you're going to medicate yourself, <laughs> I would say curling might be a good sport <laughs> to watch. That's all i got to say on that. Um, I don't even know what to play here. i got a plethora of bands that I've been meeting up in over the years. Again, my name is Kevin Gassman, and you are going global with gas.
4: Man.
1: And this is a show brand new here on on voiceamerica.com, the Variety Channel. Every Saturday we'll be bringing you some fresh music. I'm talking about fresh. This stuff is like not even out anywhere else. We're finding it for you first so you can get it here and be in the know. You know? Get in there and get, go, wow, have you heard of this band? And everyone's like, no, well, now you have. Because you got to check them out. They're awesome. We played the Congos earlier. We played What? That started off the show. The tune called The Meaning. Uh, We played uh, Cheap Wine a second ago, which you can find them online. Cheapwine.net. That was the band from Italy. And we just played Sofia Talvik from Sweden.
2: Not to be confused with actual wine. Don't go there looking to purchase wine.
1: Yeah, because it's not cheap. Um, Sofia Talvik, T-A-L-V-I-K. And that's S-O-F-I-A, Sofia Talvik. She's a Swedish performer. Um, and she's so cool. Her and her husband were traveling around in an RV last year. That's how I met her. Somehow they got connected with uh, the radio show that I was doing and ended up having her on the show. She did an amazing acoustic song, and we got her later on in the evening at a bar called The Last Leaf in downtown Phoenix, Arizona. Now, they are traveling in a big RV, so they invited us in this big RV, and it was a lot of fun. And it's so cool to kind of see – and get behind the scenes a little bit with these bands traveling around and seeing what they're going through and what it's really like to live on the road. And uh, that's what I want to do. I want to take this radio show on the road.
2: Lots of Top Ramen and macaroni and cheese.
1: Going global with gas. Man, we'll be hitting up different cities too. So that's all in the works down the road. But in the meantime, we're just going to chill here in Phoenix, Arizona, where we are broadcasting from. And we're going to come back. We're going to talk about some world issues, in a sense. We're going to we're going to go green, if you will. And we have a show here on the Voice the Voice America Variety Channel. It is go green with Jill Buck, and she talks about all the issues for eco friendly living. And uh, you know, we're going to be a little bit of space. We're going to save us um, a place here on this program for news like that as well. So we'll talk about that when we return but we're going to play a song first. And I thought this song would be perfectly set and situated for going green here with gas, man. Cause the song is called go green. It's from the Wiley ones. And we'll talk about that when we come back as well. So check this out. It's music here. I'm going global with gas, man. <laughs>
8: Green is the power of the people that they face And green like a leaf that is falling from the sky Green like a turtle in the middle of the ocean Green for the child that grows up in our time Something is wrong with this world we want to modernize Stop all the fighting and just unite instead of globalize This is my position, my mission is for the Mother Earth Corporation, stop your polluting, you make our stomach hurt Recycle up your shirt and work until they realize Spin up all those wind turbines until we We harmonize modern technology, old psychology, and apology to the world. The world, the sustainability for me is obtainable. Me and my independent family aren't trainable. Whether you support the conservative or liberal, the future of the earth is up to every individual. They're using up all of our trees to put out bad newspapers. And solar technology, it gets killed by the oil industry. That's why we gotta go. Green is the color that can change entire nations. Green like the shades of the color of my eye. Green like the grass for the feeling and sensation. Green for the world that I perceive in my mind. Green is the power of the people that they face in green, like a leaf that is falling from the sky Green, like a turtle in the middle of the ocean Green, for the chatter grows up in our time ago green That's why we gotta go green, 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 green Ignore the results of over 300 scientists The global warming climate is climbing We got our on this, Keeping carbon out of the atmosphere It is feasible They still won't let us build a true green vehicle We gotta get rid of the cronies War profiteering Mixing blood with oil It's our opportunity With peace and equality Environmentality Enrich your soil Don't Go green is the color that can change entire nations Green Like the shades of the color of my eyes. Green for the grass and the feeling and sensation Green for the world that I perceive in my mind Green is the power of the people that they face And green like a leaf that is falling from the sky Green like a turtle in the middle of the ocean Green for the child that grows up in our time Go green That's why we gotta go green Who are rolling on stay green,
1: I love the Wiley one that's uh, actually it's the Wiley ones they kind of changed the name, adding a Everyone else is making it a full group, and you should check them out uh, when you can. The TheWileyOne.com is the website. It's pretty easy to find The Wiley One. He's performing at the McDowell Mountain Music Festival happening in Phoenix, Arizona at the end of March the 28th, 29th, and 30th. And that is uh, the same night he'll be opening up with uh, G-Love and Special Sauce, which is like one of his favorite bands of all time. So how about that? How about, you know, the working your way up to be a musician, and then all of a sudden you're on the same stage with one of your idols? That's cool, man. I think that's so cool. Uh, we are playing some great music here on voiceamerica.com. It's the Variety Channel, and you are going global with gas. Man. And that's Matt. He's hanging out with us, and uh, we're going to be uh, chatting here about going green, you know, because a lot of news out in the world about this is good, this is bad. you got the global warming. People believe it. Some people don't. I mean, we, what, whether you believe it or not, it's, something's happening. <laughs> so what is the effect, you know? And I saw a story... Where China, the smog in China is reaching the West Coast, is that disgusting?
2: It's pretty disgusting.
1: Yeah. So what are you going to do about that? Well, yeah. you know what they, you know what they are going to do about that? They're gonna, they they built like a smog catcher, unlike a dream catcher. <laughs> the smog catcher is buried under the ground. They're big copper coils, and it just it pulls the smog out of the air. They're going to launch it, I believe, at the uh, either the end of this year or next year. And hopefully it works. I mean, everyone, I'm crossing my fingers because we need something to be done. Can not we see? I mean, the thing is, you, when you start polluting everything, it's going to come back to you. So all these big businesses polluting and poisoning eventually is going to come back to them. So if no one's here to enjoy the rewards of life on this planet that we live on, then what's the point of doing what we're doing? You know? Somebody made a point. I was watching uh, Bill Marshall last night. And Erin uh, Brockovich, there was a movie made out about her. She made a good point. She's like, well, you know, like those stories you see in the news where, you know, like the wife slowly poisons the husband over time, you know, a little bit here, a little bit there before, you know, that he dies and you don't know what happened. It's kind of what we're doing to this planet. And it's disgusting. And I just don't understand why we can't, like, put the world down for a minute. <laughs> let's, uh, let's step step it back a little bit. Let's see what we're doing to ourselves. And I think that's what we kind of miss. We don't look, look at it as hurting ourselves. We just look at it as... Surviving, I guess. I don't know how it's. You can look at it chopping forests down and, you know, polluting the air, polluting the waters. I mean, Fukushima is like out of control still. I mean, that's, in my opinion, should be the main focus of this entire world. Should be focus on that and fixing that. What if I think? From what I understand, it's just burning still. It's just leaking, and I understand that the, the water re- radioactive level, levels are actually reaching the West Coast as well. That's disgusting. That's like that's not right. <laughs> And what are we going to do about that? What can be done about that? Uh, we could,
2: I don't know, smog busters? That like ghost must?
1: Who are you going to call? <laughs> smog
7: busters!
1: Yeah, nuke busters, right? Nuke busters, yeah. <laughs> I mean, you know, thinking about all the nuclear plants along the coasts of our country, along the world and everything, and anything could shake them up and bring them down to the ground, and now we have all these problems that we weren't prepared to solve. And that's the thing with these nuclear power plants is, you know, great, they help out the, you know, the energy, if you believe in that, uh, style of of energy, you know, I prefer solar, you know, all the natural stuff, but I'm sure we, we can get around that, but when these things do break down, there's no emergency plan for them, because it's never happened, so they don't know how to plan for it. Like, if you're building this nuclear power plant and someone says, like the first one, says, well, what happens if it, this happens? Well, I don't know. We, well, I guess we'll have to find out when it does happen. That's kind of how I feel like they they operate, which is so wrong. <laughs> Isn't it wrong? Why, don't we have common sense and people that are in control? I don't know. I don't know either. It doesn't seem like there is. No. But I, I like the idea of the smog catcher. Now, the interesting thing about that is that, yes, it's coils under the ground. They're going to be pulling out the smog from the air. And that smog is going to leave a residual, believe it or not. It's going to leave a little smudge or something like that. And what they're going to try to do is they're going to scrape up that residual and create jewelry out of it. What? <laughs> they're going to create, like, pendants and memorabilia. You can take a souvenir of smog with you. <laughs> well, there's a buck to be made, huh? Yeah. Yeah. Um, good news, though, in the world of uh, pollution and you know, going green is out in Africa. Kenya is actually putting a billion dollars into a solar plan that's going to help uh, cut probably 80% of their, solar power, of their uh, electric, electric bills, which is great and awesome. And then you look at a state like here in Arizona, where are our... Solar panels—they're just not anywhere. There's no shade in this, in this uh, state at all. Well, I mean, we've seen commercials lately where they're what
2: anti-solar panel, anti-solar
1: panel taxes.
2: That's the the big bill that's on the initi- or the ballot this year in Arizona. What I believe. do you mean anti? Well, they're trying to charge people. Like if you have yeah. a solar, pan- or you get like or you get dividends if you would get a break. Right. Like if you have a solar panel if you on your installed on your
1: home. Yeah, but we'll get you a break. You can't go completely off the grid. You know, you can't and I, I love that if we all could be off the grid, that'd be great. But they have to have their little tentacles in, they gotta get their little their little piece of the pie. If you are to go solar on your house, you still gotta be hooked up with the electric company. Right. You have to. So you can't go completely off off the teat of the electric company, which is terrible because we should be able to. And, you know, some things you, you build these these entities to become so big that if we don't need them anymore, what's gonna happen? They're gonna survive. They're gonna struggle to survive as any corporation would. And try to do what they can. And they're going to try to manipulate the way so they can keep their money, keep everything they got going on. Otherwise, they're going to go out of business. But if you go out of business for the greater good for the world, I'm all for it. <laughs> you know, if what you're doing is harming everything and being a, being a part of the problem and not the solution, then we want you gone. I do. I don't know about you, Matt.
2: I'm, you know, solar, sure.
1: solar panels should be a full. I mean, Arizona should be just your. Uh, we should be running fully a, off solar a, panels. It should be a, a demonstration state. Yes, yeah. we should have everything lined up, and we get the most sun of any state in this whole country. One of the hottest places on the earth, and we're not utilizing that, and it's just disgusting. I don't know. Big business. Big business. Yeah, the, the the big problem that I have is 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 again is the whole idea of not being able to go completely off the grid. And, uh, there are some communities, I believe, either northern north uh, eastern. Um, Arizona and also in, in New Mexico as well where people are living off the grid. They have these little homes that are fully self-sustainable. They're pretty interesting. I think you should check them out and realize that it's available. And, you know, when you think about, too, is like homes with electricity and the things we've kind of created for ourselves, all these luxury items that we take for granted. If you strip all that down and live the way without homes, like the way before, you know, like, say, Indian style, if you will, or or just any, anything anything you didn't have any of that, you don't realize you miss any of that you know it's just a simple lifestyle, but yeah. I think we've complicated it so much that it's just it's, we opened the pandora's box too much we can't go back, so we have to figure a way to work with it instead of uh maybe just getting rid of it all it's just a it's a mind boggler
2: it definitely is I mean I was watching a documentary last night on the Vikings, and they were talking about what did the Vikings do for fun? Well, they sat in the cave and talked about stories and hung out by the fire and et cetera, et cetera. And you think to what now, like, where everyone's checking their phones every five minutes. <laughs>
1: Facebook status says, right. Did they rape and pillage too?
2: Okay. I mean, yeah, they did. <laughs>
1: they did. Maybe oh. that wasn't the best example, but still, <laughs> you know, the simplicity so of it. Right. I got you. I understand. Right. The thing is go outside, you know, talk to someone. Get to know someone. Get to know us.
2: Hang out with us.
1: (laughs) Going Global with Gas, man. Yes, that's right. We're going up against the first hour. We have another hour to go. So what are we going to do? We're going to play some great music, and we want you guys to input that as well. Kevin at withgas.com is my email address. You can send me some requests from bands in your area, your your neck of the woods, your neck of the world, wherever you are. We'd like to hear from you. We'd like to help out the bands that are trying to help themselves. Bands that need that little extra push, we'll try to play here on Going Global with Gas. Man. So I think we'll jam a tune right now from an a band from Los Angeles. And I love these guys. I've known them for a few years. And they're just an amazing group of uh, People, Fallen Riviera is the band. Stand and Fight is the song. These guys are performing at uh, the National Association for Music Merchants. That's Nam out in Los Angeles this, this weekend. And they are also headed out to South by Southwest in Austin, Texas in the middle of March for that festival as well. And by the way, um, this program will be there as well. So I'm looking forward to that. So let's, let's listen to some uh, Fallen Riviera. This is brand new stuff. I just got got this hot off the press a couple days ago. We're going to debut it here on Voice of America dot com, the variety channel on going global with gas. Man. Fallen Riviera and that tune is called Stand and Fight. That's independent music from Los Angeles. And you can check them out, FallenRiviera.com. Will Perry, the lead singer. He's from England. Steve Ornest, he's the guitar player he's from LA. They met in uh, Boston, a music school out there. And uh, next thing you know, Fallen Riviera is born. And they have some great music, some good tunes. That's actually one of the first songs they put horns on. So, um, horns on, yeah. That, I think I <laughs> kind of came out as a horns.
3: Yeah, <laughs> you did. I was like, what? Uh,
1: my, my lips didn't separate when I said horns. I said porns. It's not porns, Now, <laughs> I think next hour, though, we might do a little adults only. Segment here on the program. Ooh. Yes, I'm excited, nice. man. I'm excited. We're going to talk about the cannabis culture next hour as well. Yes. So, um, yes, we are. don't go anywhere. And we're also going to talk about some pop culture. Breaking news. Breaking news. Breaking news. <laughs> <laughs> Congressman. Yeah, congresswoman, Wrongest right? Congresswoman. Yeah, we have some breaking news we'll break for you a little bit later on as well. And we're hitting the top of the hour. And I don't know if that really means anything in podcast world, to be honest with you. Yeah, I don't know. Usually yeah. we have to take a break. It right. does, yeah, For the top of the hour for all radio stations, you got to take your top-of-the-hour ID and this and that. But here, we don't have to. We can just go right through it. Right through. We're going to kick the top of the hour down. <laughs> the we're going to talk about uh, lots of different things next hour, too. Uh, we can talk a little bit about sports. You want to talk about that a little bit? Sure. All right, so the Super Bowl is next week. That's right. You have Denver and Colorado, and then you also have Seattle from Washington. Yeah. Okay, both states that are legally free of... Uh, of marijuana. It's the Stoner bull, bro. It's, it is the Stoner Bowl, right? I get your jokes on right now. So what do you think? Do you think it's, uh, that's going to be a big uh, underlying story of the, of the, of the uh, game? I don't
2: think so. I mean, I don't see ESPN covering that and being like, oh, I wonder if a bunch of stoners are going to turn out at the right. game. That doesn't seem productive to covering the game itself. Plus, there's always, you know, last-minute drama going on with players. One person said,
9: I'm going to win, and the other person was like, I'm, you're not going to win.
1: Yeah. and you know, Well, like last week, you know, in the championship games, the, uh, Stephen, um, uh, what's his last name? Uh, everyone, uh, I'm just going blank on his name. He's the guy that defended the last play of the game. Richard Sherman? Richard Sherman, yeah, okay, thank you. Well, a little yeah, brain, Stephen, brain right where are you there. going with that? I don't know. Uh, anyway, uh, Richard Sherman, yes, he ended up uh, making the great play at the end, saving the day for the team, and then immediately after that, rushing over to the guy he defended, to say, you're good game, man, and then got penalized for that, and then after the post-conference was this ridiculous, you know, His going WWE
2: off. promo. It was
1: WWE. He was wrestler. Bruh. Wasn't he? Yeah, oh, yeah, definitely. Like, I saw tons of memes. I
2: saw a particular meme where they put Mean Gene Okerlund right. and
1: Richard Sherman in a promo together, <laughs> and they're I like, saw how do you that? feel about this, yeah. warrior? And he's like, <laughs> it's pretty funny. I, you know, everyone's, like, upset, and this and that. Oh, he's just being selfish, and he's just being, people calling him a thug, and this and that. I'm like, that's just, that's just not the right term to use. He's he's a very emotional player. I think what he did on the field Defending that play was amazing. Going right after to the player he defended against was a jerk-off move.
2: It may have been instigation, but, I mean, if you go back and listen to the audio clips yeah. after the game, he didn't sound like he was trying to be an a-hole. He Come sounded on like he was playing—he just played the best game of his life. Right. So and he you was run, excited.
1: So, so you defended against that guy, and then you run up right to his face, and then you say something about it. Say, good game, man. You, there's no reason for you to go to his face. There's none, absolutely good sportsmanship. not. sportsmanship. No, not right after the play. They just
2: played the greatest game of their lives. But the game's not over. Yeah, the game was over no, when he it walked it. up. and Technically,
1: started, it wasn't over.
2: Uh, at that, were, Okay, there was like seconds left in the right. game. But as far as the comeback, they knew the game was over. They were going to down the ball. And I understand,
1: but you don't do it right then. He did it because he was a jerk. And you know people <laughs> like that. You've played sports with people like that. I've played sports with people like that. I've not even done something like that. To go right into that opponent's face and go, yeah, see good game, man, right? And because you know they're they're devastated, and you're just kind of it's it was a bad call. I don't think so. I disagree. You're wrong. You're wrong. (laughs) I'm never wrong. Oh, you know that. Okay. (laughs) I got the gas man's gavel, man. I'm gonna pound it down, man. <laughs> Man. Yeah, exactly. That's what I'm talking about. I think what he said afterwards, though, all that ranting and stuff, is whatever. You're just giving the other team more fodder. Well, yeah, of course. You're getting, you know, the you know, Peyton Manning is going to be licking his oh, chops. Let, Peyton Manning's going to light them up. Well, you got, though, the best offense versus the best defense, which is a great matchup in the Super Bowl always. You never see, like, the two best defenses play.
2: No, because it's very be, rare.
1: It'd be pretty boring. But it would be very rare, too. Or the two best offenses. That'd be a fun game to watch. Yeah. That would be good.
3: Yeah. That's,
1: <laughs> yeah, that's like forty fifty points from each team. It's always been just the opposite. It's always been like remember the games were always like forty nine to ten, <laughs> you know, it was like just blowouts. It's I think like, a lot of that's do with the I mean with rule changes over the years, giving the ability for
2: quarterbacks and the offense to score more points. You know, hands keeps off. The, right keeps the ratings and keeps the viewers engaged versus just seeing four and out and.
1: Well, hands off the receivers and stuff like that. Right, I understand that. So sure, I'm sure over the years it's, it's kind of leveled the, the playing field a little bit. I mean, the last, she's you know, oh, almost seven or eight years, maybe even ten years, maybe even more, have all the games have been great. There haven't really been any games that have been so like, eh, that one sucked.
2: Yeah, it's true. I can recall as a child when I started watching football, I'd be like, this is boring. It's like right. the fourth quarter and it's three to zero.
1: When you can go to like the last play or at least like the last few minutes of the game and there's still a chance for, you know, someone to win. That's exciting. That's what's been happening, which is great. I mean, you can't ask for more. Except for that Kansas City and San Diego game in the last game of the season, right? Oh, that was bullshit. <laughs> <laughs> that was bogus, man. Because I'm a Steeler fan. I'll, I'll admit it right now. And, yeah, because if San Diego would have lost, Steelers would have been in. And, right. San, and, and the Kansas City Chiefs flopped that game. And they ended up losing next week in the playoffs. So. Yeah, losing, exactly. So that's what I like about that bye week. That bye week can really chill down a team. You know, you got, your momentum is going, your momentum is going, and all of a sudden, nope, you've got to sit down for a week. You know, so Kansas City decided to take their own bye week because they weren't going to get one in the playoffs, and they got screwed for it. Look how look what it did. Good, good for you, Kansas City. We're going to come back. We got some pop culture coming up. Uh, We're going to talk about the uh, the cannabis culture. Will be discussed here. We got some stories, some pros and cons. Where do you stand on it? You know, everyone else is kind of going with it. Are you going to go with the flow, or are you going to impede and put a dam up? Don't do that. Don't put a dam up. Go with the flow. That's what we're talking about. We're going to go with the flow with some music here. And I'm thinking a tune that one of my favorites of last year. met these guys, the Hoot Hoots, from Seattle, Washington. They were traveling through. ended up meeting with them and just did some songs for us on the radio. And I saw them live perform. They're really fun on stage. A lot of energy and a lot of uh, just good times, good vibes, and good tunes. This one's called Home. And this one is just an amazing tune. If you don't have this stuck in your head, I'll play it again so it is. It's called Home. It's from the Hoot Hoots. Check them out online when you can. But right now, it's here on voiceamerica.com on the Variety Network as you're going global with gas. Man. the Hoot Hoots with Home, uh, music from Seattle, Washington. Check them out online, and you should because they're just such a fun group of people. Um, you know, it's funny is when they're on stage, they, they, get, they, they have rainbow-striped, like, uh, robes, like hoodie robes, you know, with, like, little lights that light up, little sunglasses that light up. But they're really cool. We call them the Rainbow Jawas, if you know what Jawas are. Do you know what Jawas are, Matt? I do. <laughs> Watch Star Wars. Um, the uh, com. you can check them out online, again, on on your own time, not right now. Not right now. (laughs) Um, you know, speaking of home, you know, they're talking about my big blue sphere, Earth. Earth? Yeah, so I'm just curious, you know, I'm going to ask you this, I'm going to ask everybody out there. When aliens finally show themselves to us, and I say finally, they're going to do it. I don't know if it's going to be, it's a matter of when. What would you do? Would you be scared? Would you be welcoming? Or would you be like, yo, it took you so long. What took you so long? Let's go. Let's get out of here.
2: Well, I definitely would be scared because obviously, if they have the technology to come here, they could just wipe me out at that point. Sure. So I might as well just, you know, embrace them and be like, bro, let's go. Right. Like, take me <laughs> to another galaxy. Let's <laughs> get up out of here, man.
1: That's what I would think, too, right? I mean, I've been here, done that, right? Right, exactly. <laughs> I, you know, I think there's so, there's so many, like, if they've been watching us, people think, oh, they're, they're living with us and they're. You know, there's underground cities of them, and, you know, they're amongst us as well. And you have these different races and stuff. Why are they keeping under the cover then?
2: Well, I like Matt Stone and Trey Parker's theory from South Park that we're actually a TV show, and
1: we're all just different races from different
2: planets put on one planet, and we're just the longest running
1: television show in the universe. How about I'll take a little step further? I think they're playing We Human. We Human, exactly. So there's somebody out there playing me, there's somebody playing you. You know what I'm saying? And then, like, they have, like, they, and when they shut it off, it's like, when we go to bed. Right? Well, I don't think they're doing <laughs> too well, but they're playing me. <laughs> yeah, we're doing okay, I guess, right? It's sort right. of like, I'm okay. Could be better.
2: <laughs> Come on, man. Help me out, dude. Come on, bro. Don't a bone <laughs> up there.
1: Yeah, we human. We human. <laughs> I think that's a good, uh, be a good game to play. It's kind of like The Sims for them. Right, exactly. But real life. But real life. Yeah. So you think, like, if they're going to create us and they're going to, you know, that's who we are, we're from them. What's the purpose? What do we? What are we brought forth to do?
2: I think that's that's the ultimate question. Right. What is the meaning?
1: What is the meaning of us being on this planet? Is uh, it is it to go to work every day nine to five, pay bills, and get a vacation you know, once a year? I mean, is that the purpose of life? I don't think it is.
2: No, I think a lot of people just kind of put their lives on. Auto drive, hard, right? You know what I mean. Cruise control.
1: Yeah, I think that's exactly what it is. You just that's the norm. You don't really see. that's the ones that are stuck with watching TV all the time, and you're watching all, all these manipulations of you know news stories and and whatever it is that's just kind of keeping you all on the same page, but it's the wrong page. And that's what I see is everyone's kind of watching this. This one show where the real show is not what they're watching. It's like, you know, I see it. I see the real show. I don't know if you see the real show, Matt, but it seems like you do. Kind of see what really is going on behind the scenes and not what we're supposed to see. It's kind of like, don't look at the crash on the side of the road. Keep your eyes straight, this is what it all comes down to. You know, kind of keeping you straight up on this is what we need to do. This is what we need to watch. This is what we need to think. This is what we need to buy. This is what we need to eat. This is what we need to drink. All that stuff is being told to us, so when you go somewhere else in this world, oh yeah, I know coca cola, yeah, I know subway, I know mcdonald 's you know, so it's it 's a control mechanism, and this right here i 'm going to play right here we 've got some breaking news for you, and this is something like right in that wheelhouse that just blew me away when I heard it, but doesn 't surprise me. When I did hear it, because you know, I used to work in the news organization. I was, I was a uh, photographer, which is a camera guy, a camera over the shoulder going out to news stories in El Paso, Texas, and had to cover a lot of news. So I understand what it's all about. Breaking news is important in the business because it's all about we got it first. We're going to break it first. So MSNBC, Andrea Mitchell, a very well-respected and renowned journalist, was interviewing Jane Harmon, a former congresswoman. When breaking news came out, and here's here's what it sounded like. Seriously consider uh, not, uh, not uh, congresswoman Harmon, let me, let me interrupt you. you. Congresswoman. let me interrupt you just for a moment. We've got some breaking news out of Miami. Stand by, if you will. Right now in Miami, Justin Bieber has been arrested on a number of charges. The judge is reading the charges. Yeah, I know, right? <laughs> going, that's, that's ridiculous. Well, first of all, I don't think... MSNBC is the correct Justin Bieber demographic. <laughs> <laughs> so, when 60-year-old women are watching MSNBC and Andrew Mitchell talk to Jane Harman, a former congresswoman, and they break away from Justin Bieber, I don't think they give a fucking shit. Excuse my language. That's I'm the first so time glad i have been to able curse. to cuss, right? It is. I, I'm just, you know, I'm a radio guy and I get to do it here. So, part of my language. So, I'm just thinking, like, when, you, when you're Andrew Mitchell and you're interviewing... Jane Harman, a congresswoman, and you got to stop the interview because you got breaking news for Justin Bieber being arrested. You, you can almost see and you, you can almost hear if you listen very distinctly her journalistic integrity leave her body.
2: Oh yeah, there like <laughs> she goes from having this conversation with the congresswoman to a very upset tone, like. Yeah, uh, Okay, I'm sorry, Congressman. We've got to go to Justin Bieber now. <laughs>
1: and it's, at it's that point, because you know the whispering in her ear, we got breaking news. It's Justin Bieber. You know, we got to do it. We got to do it. And it's like I'm sure she's like, why, why, why? At least I hope she is, and I hope a lot of people in the news are. I know there's a couple organizations that aren't. You know, we can we can point. Fox. Yeah, we can look at Fox News saying, you know, they just put news out there and then have to retract it. So it's better to put it out there, and it's, it's almost like it's better to do it than ask for. It's uh, it's better to ask. How's it go? It's better to do it than ask for permission. Right. <laughs> that's, that's, that. I'm trying to get it out of my something mouth, something like that. So you do it, then you get scolded for it, then you got to retract it. But the people who heard it first might not hear the retraction. So you're putting it out there and say, "Oops, sorry, <laughs> Silly us, uh, sorry, wrong information." Okay. But you know, here you are, MSNBC. You're trying to be like for the good. You're you're the good guys, so to speak. And yet you pull this bull, and you're breaking news for Justin Bieber. Now, what? Why is you to be the first one to break it? And what is the significance of it? Because he's a world-renowned pop star. He got he got busted. Fine. He's not going anywhere for a moment. You don't need to break news for that. You can say, all right, let's finish this up. Oh, and while we're doing this, this just happened. There's not going to be a big difference between now and 30 seconds later when the interview was probably set to be done.
2: <laughs> well, I think it's more along the lines for later on when other news outlets have to credit them. You know what I mean? Like, oh, it was first broke by MSNBC's journalists. So, I mean, they're trying to... Not only just create ratings for their network. But that's what it's all about. Is right.
1: They had to be there first. I remember specifically when I was at the TV station in El Paso, there was like a little micro tornado that hit a little mobile home. And I don't know why they always migrate to mobile homes, but they do. <laughs> and we weren't the first ones there. And the news director was very upset. Well, no, why yeah. weren't we there first? Why weren't we there? And that's what it all comes down to. That's news. And now that is, and that was, this is before there was... Well, no, maybe not. I think 24-hour news was going on at the same time. But, I mean, this wasn't that long ago, not that old. But, you know, it was not as prevalent as it is now. Back then, I think it was just CNN and maybe Fox was on at the time. But still, you know, there's just – I feel like there's just no need to have to rush it, especially if you're going to get the information wrong and push it out on us just so you can say, oh, there it is. It's out. And then you have to retract it and say, well, we're well, sorry we did this it's not. There's no need for it. This is there's none. And the idea of what breaking news is and what isn't breaking news for me is a huge difference between Justin Bieber and, you know, a a tsunami. Well
2: that kind of I mean that kind of information just, you know, keep it strictly to TMZ. We don't need to see it on our national news headline shows. It should be more about relevance to how our day-to-day activities. I don't really care about Justin Bieber. Him getting a DUI is not going to affect my day-to-day activities. Right. Of of
1: course not. But maybe a conversation with a a former congresswoman might drop some ideas in my head that I can think and be better for my fellow human beings. Exactly. And this isn't. And to break into it is what's disgusting about it. But the thing that it can do is, again, if you have your little entertainment segment on the news, then save it for that. It's not going anywhere. And no one's going to MSNBC for the latest Justin Bieber news. <laughs> eight-year-old girls are not are not watching MSNBC. No, they're not. Speaking of an eight-year-old girl, Kevin. Yes. Um, that's re- why I said it. Oh, that's Matthew. why I said it. Great
2: segue. <laughs> all right. So we all know Justin Bieber got a DUI. After he got his DUI, he uh, received a letter, or an open letter was sent to him from an eight-year-old by the name of Serafina. Um, she asked her mom if she could write Justin Bieber a letter. So she told her mom, you know, please... Transcribe the following, Mom. Dear Justin (laughs) Bieber, I'm very disappointed. It breaks my heart that you were in jail for just one night. I loved most of your songs. I danced to them a lot. So many things have changed this year. This is the biggest one yet. Why did you do it? Why did you race cars? What made you do it? Didn't you know it was a bad thing to do? She also goes on and says, you know, you had such a great life. I've read your books. I've watched your movies. You had something special, but you gave it up for drugs. My whole life I've been warned about drugs, and now my idol has started taking them. There are many drunk people in the world, and you have become one of them. That's sad to me. I think you should be disappointed in yourself. Just take a minute to think about
1: what you did. (laughs) Sincerely, Serafina, 8-year-old girl. Right. That's awesome. Now you got to read it in the 8-year-old girl's voice.
0: Dear Justin Bieber, I'm very disappointed. Uh, that's
1: enough. Okay, I think her parents might have had a, a little word here and there for that. I just don't think she had all that together. Well, of course but, not. And eight years old, she told she was told all her life that she's been <laughs> warned about drugs. Yeah, all her life. What did he have? He was popping pills. He was drunk, and they did have. He did uh, smoke marijuana, but not a drug. But right. Not a drug. And, you know, I hate when they clump in marijuana and these kind of stories. It's not the marijuana that made him go speeding and do all that stuff and, and what have. You. It's, it's him because he's a jerk off. Well, of course. Doing what he's doing. Propaganda, of course. Well, it's like any story when they find somebody who's done something crazy in the news. You know, he's, he's on meth, he's got pills in his pocket, and, uh, oh, and, and they found weed on him. It's like, you know what, you can leave that out. Because <laughs> it's true that the weed isn't making him do all that stuff. You know, it's the meth and the pills that are making him go crazy. It's the weed that probably balances him out to, to mellow out a little bit to not be so nutty. I got to tell you, though,
2: Kevin, I'm not a big fan of Bieber. I'm not a believer. But I got to you, you know, he's living like a rock star. Yeah, but my uh, <laughs> I mean, my,
1: my co-host on, the, during, on my radio show during the week said something uh, good on that point. He's like, "Well, if you're gonna act like a rock star, then play rock music." <laughs> <laughs> Touche. Yeah, then he Touché. posted he posted a picture of him like comparing himself to Michael Jackson on top of an SUV with his hand up. It was ridiculous. And then there's that mugshot going around on the internet, the Miley was, Cyrus, the Miley Cyrus one. That is pretty freaky. It's creepy, isn't it? <laughs> it looks just. She looks just like her. Well, it's like that Ricky
2: Martin, Christina Aguilera joke. If you dress up Ricky Martin with makeup and put a blonde wig on, he kind of looks like Christina Aguilera. <laughs> but sure. this takes a cake. Miley Cyrus and Justin Bieber look alike. But then I showed you that picture this morning. He cut his hair after he got out of jail. Oh, did he? He changed his whole look. He cut his hair, put some glasses on. He looked like he turned into like vanilla ice, is what he Bieber? looks like. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Today, there's a picture of him? There's a picture online after his oh. court date. He cut his hair, probably because after all the memes. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> it had it <to laughs> got around to all him. the memes <laughs> and stuff like that
1: <laughs> he's like oh my god i do look like Miley." Cyrus. we have the ha-
2: same hairstyle
1: <laughs> does this make look uh, does this make uh, miley cyrus look tamer now because they're both in the same wheelhouse you know she's trying to grab attention through sexual maneuvers on stage on camera on videos and he's doing it in real life by you know spitting on neighbors throwing eggs speeding drugs and and just being a douche.
4: Well, I
2: think there's a difference. I mean, I think Justin Bieber is being a douche, right. where Miley Cyrus is just trying to elevate her career from that child star to an adult star. I think Miley Cyrus is lost. I think she's lost too. But I'd like, I'd like to be lost in bed with her. Oh yeah,
1: <laughs> you're disgusting, man. You, you are pretty gross, man. <laughs> I don't even know what to say to that.
2: I just figured we can say whatever we want now, so I might as well get it off my chest. If you're listening, right. Miley, power the secret, please break up with Fancier. Come find me. Would you really date her?
1: Heck yeah. Really? really? Heck yeah. She'd be weird. I don't care. These I'm are a- children that don't even know what life is like outside of their little bubble. I'm a weird guy. Like Bieber and her have lived in a world of noth- of make believe. Right. They don't live in our in our world. Well, I got to pop that bubble, bro. We want to pop it, and then well, but Bieber's bubble is going to pop. And he's going to live with us, and we're going to say, you know what's enough, enough. We're done. We're tired of your little bratty ass doing these things. Why are we still supporting you? Why is this still going on? Why are little girls – and I'm glad this little girl wrote this. Maybe other girls can go, you know, I believe the same way. This is bull. I don't want this guy, my, some guy I idolize, to be acting this stupid. I've been taught so differently. Yet this guy is doing – it's just – they're young. They don't think about these things. And, of course, his dad is, you know, 17 years older than him. <laughs> <laughs> So, you know, how much of how much of his knowledge is, you know, and, you know, helping him grow up with the right morals? Obviously, they're not. It's it's apparent they're not.
2: Yeah. You know, it's I think it just has to do with that child star. You know, at such a young age, if you are given all this money and all this fame and all this power, if you will, once you grow older, you don't know how to live outside the box, if you will. You know, when I was young, I, I I did a lot of acting and stuff, but my dad never let me pursue it after about the age of nine or ten. He was like, I don't want you to end up like Macaulay Culkin or Drew Barrymore or you're a drug <laughs> addict. And At the time, I was upset, but then you know, I see Justin Bieber stories and Miley Cyrus stories, and now I start
1: to think to myself, man,
2: that could have been me. Right. So I'm glad. Thank you, Dad.
1: I appreciate <laughs> it. Yeah. Well, thanks, Dad, for not putting me in the spotlight as yeah. a kid. Well, Is good. that what you're trying to say? Mm, well... Maybe, <laughs> maybe. All right. Well, maybe we'll play some music. How about that? All right. And we'll get really. Uh, we'll dive into the drug world here. The cannabis culture coming up next. We'll talk about some uh, news in the world of medical marijuana and the legalization of it as well. There's some stories that are pros and cons to the field. And we're gonna jam some reggae music to kick us off into that feeling. All right. Oh, nice. All right, but it's not gonna be your band. Okay. Yet.
2: Well, that's fine. No one wants to hear me sing, and that's why I'm not lead singer.
1: No, no, it's not. But we're gonna kick it off with some music from right here in Phoenix, Arizona. The band's called Cush County, and uh, Robert and Nicole, they're a husband and wife team, and they are um, just a beautiful people. They have some great music, some great voices as well, and this one is called Reality, and it's a great song. I want you guys to listen to this, and we're going to play a double shot of reggae, and we'll talk about the other band when we come back. So don't go anywhere. Chill out a little bit, relax, and take in the vibe that is Cush County with Reality on Going global with gas, man.
3: Sometimes feel a little bit
0: crazy, yeah, even at times
7: feel a little bit lazy, oh, if it wasn't
0: to breathe all this stress around me brings me right to my knees I think I found a, think I found a remedy It was sitting in front of me Oh yes, he's sitting right in front of me Got me singing Ooh la,
3: a la la, la 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 Ooh la, la la, la 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 Ooh la
0: Gotta gotta have some fun
3: Call up your friends Call up your family Happy hour Come on singing with me Ooh (laughs) (laughs)
5: what do you mean you know the whole drug thing Uh, no I don't know why don't you tell me some people uh, think that to puff
1: the magic dragon means they're really to to smoke uh, smoke Marijuana
5: cigarette. Or... Well, Puff's just the name of the boy's magical dragon. Right. Are you a pothead, Farker? No, no. What? No, 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 Jack. No, I'm. I'm not. I, I pass on grass
9: all the time. I mean, not all the time. Yes I mean, or no, grass? No. Yes.
3: No.
7: Oh, Known before, you see, we opened a new door and fear is not so that it hadn't been done. Cause, cause that's the fun. What is to come? We gotta share a soon, gotta spread a new groove, sharing no feeling. Yeah, pass it around, the people taking it down. Yeah, now I'm on. I was lost, but now I'm found. I was lost, and now I'm found. Oh, oh, oh. I was lost, but now I'm found. It took many days, it took many footsteps, and many many moons. You but but, but still, you know not what I now knew. When we get there, we. Don't need to, you pass the ticket station, girl, darling, there is no more ticket, man So we pass on the drum, we pass on the pipe, we pass it around the smile, whoa, oh You pass it around, the people taking it down Yeah, now I'm long I was lost but now i'm found i was lost and now i'm found oh 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 i was lost but now i'm found it took many days it took many footsteps and many many moons but 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 still we know not what i now knew and when we get down we don't need to pass the ticket station girl Darling, there is no more ticket, man. There we pass on a drum, we pass on the pipe, we pass it around a smile, oh, oh. Pass it around, the people taking it down, take it down again.
1: Synergy, and the tune is called Lost and Found. That's S Y N R G Y band from Northern Cal, Southern Oregon. Just call it the Humboldt County area, if you will. Amazing music. They just they were just here in Phoenix, Arizona, and they were dropping the new EP, Summertime, which that one's not on. That's on the last EP called Lost and Found. But you can find them, SynergyBand.com. That's S-Y-N-R-G-Y, Band.com. And before that was Cush County, and you can find them, Cush County. Music. That's ReverbNation.com/slash CUSH County Music, and the tune is called Reality.
2: Both great bands,
1: aren't they? Amazing music. Yes, so we're going to get into some uh, lots of lots of reggae here on this program. I'm just getting tied into the scene, and uh, Matt, you're a good conduit as well to get me hooked up with that. And it's it's just amazing. You know, I never thought you know I'm a kind of a rock and roller kind of guy, and I always have that side of me to chill out a little bit with some reggae. And it's always good. I think everybody needs to. Put the world down for you're a welcome. second. <laughs> you're welcome. <laughs> yeah, we're going to be uh, playing some, uh, your band coming up next here, uh, Puck Zoo. Uh, you guys are uh, playing, uh, you got a couple gigs coming up. you got the Uplift Uplift Festival in uh, in June out in California. That's correct. Which is very cool. you got a couple shows here, the ones at the Marquee. No. Oh, you're not at the Marquee. No. Oh, God, I, thought, I thought the show was at the Marquee. No. Never mind. We're, who's it with?
2: Uh, we're playing February 7th. Last Exit
1: Line with Brewfish. Brewfish, yeah. we are playing
2: Yucca Taproom in March. I think that's what you're referring to. That's with the Ease Up and Reform out of SoCal.
1: Very cool. Well, some great music and some great people involved in that uh, genre as well. We'll make sure we'll get some of the bands in studio. This is our first show. This is the inaugural Going Global with Gas. Man. That's the show you're listening to every Saturday from 1 to 3 p.m. Pacific time on the VoiceAmerica.com network, the Variety Channel. My name is Kevin Gassman. And, you know, I do radio, and uh, now I'm doing some podcasting. And you can find me on the FM dial in Phoenix, Arizona at 93.9 FM. You can also find us online at kwss.org. I'm on the air Monday through Friday. 5 p.m. to 8 p.m., and that is Mountain Time. Driving with gas. That's the name of the show, and it is on, and we play music, we talk, it's a fun show, and we'll be be, uh, bringing some of that element out into the Saturday here, because we do a 4-2-0-in-the-No segment on that program, so we're going to kind of converse it into a uh, cannabis culture segment here on this show going global, because we want everyone out there to kind of be on the same page. You know, There's a lot of people, those pros that are all for it, and there's the cons that just are aren't willing to let it go in a sense. You know, They've been brainwashed. They've been manipulated with the media and the news and the government to tell them that you know, marijuana is bad, it's evil. They even put it up as, as a Schedule One drug, which is, according to the government, the same as cocaine, heroin, acid, PCP. Which is far-fetched. Basically saying it's got no medicinal value. Now, with all these states here you know, legalizing it for medicinal use, well, I guess that kind of contradicts what they're trying to say as it being a Schedule 1. So right there, there's that rub. You go, right, what's going on here? man? everyone's legalizing it for medical use. And now you have Colorado and Washington legalizing it for recreational use. You, you see the tide is turning. Why can't people just jump on, the, on board and go with it? You know, if you're not going to come with it, just get out of the way then. You know, don't block it. Do you think a lot of it has to still do with the baby boomers? Well, the ba- baby boomers should be the ones uh, pushing for it in a sense. They were the ones that were doing the drugs in the 70s the whole time. The '60s and '70s and the, all that, and the '80s was cocaine. You know, I mean, they all—they all, all—they all did it. It's—it's a—it's a, it's a big do as I say, not as I not as I do.
2: Do you think with the that generation, you know, coming to an end is, if you will, dying out? Do you think that's going to have a factor in finally getting marijuana legalized across the board federally?
1: Well, it's going to happen regardless. Right. The thing is, is when it's going to happen. So you when know, I see states like Florida and other states finally getting enough signatures to be put on the ballot for medicinal use. What's the point? Go straight for legalizing it. Because if you're going to get it for medicinal use, eventually it's going to be legal. So now you've got to go through it twice to get it passed. So just go for it for the first time. I don't understand if what the judgment is going to be. I mean, obviously, all eyes and ears are on Colorado and Washington to see how it's going to work. Of course, Colorado implementing it first. And so far, nothing the the biggest problem they had is they ran out of weed yeah r- running out of edibles <laughs> you know is what they're doing they need more product in the in the uh, in the stores <laughs> so what does that tell you 5 million dollars earnings in one week yeah i mean it's 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 obvious. It's common sense just to say, all right. Which
2: is $1.2 million in tax revenue
1: that they just created for their state. Right. Uh, Uruguay, the country in South America, legalized it overall. It's government run and everything. I mean, they said, let's just do it. And they did it. So I'm sure all eyes and ears will be on that to see how that works out. Um, you know, the pros and cons, you know, here, it's, 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 really, it's really funky because there's a lot of morals standing in the way. For people that feel like this is just the worst thing in the world to legalize marijuana, where it's not. Obviously, they've been told wrong and they're just not willing to accept the facts, accept the stats, accept the research that is being uh, brought upon everybody. The NFL, the National Football League, Roger Goodell, the commissioner, is contemplating on, on allowing medicinal marijuana use for its players. Uh, Real Sports with Brian Gumble on HBO did an expose on this where they were talking to the NFL and the spokes- spokesperson was saying, well, we're not going to allow uh, marijuana at all because it's illegal and this and that, blah, blah, blah. And then the reporter was like, well, what if we showed you proof or research to say that it does help with migraines? You know, because concussions are a huge uh, problem with the NFL. So what if we showed you that this really does help with those? And the NFL is like, well, you know, if you can show us something, well, we might consider it in a sense. They kind of let the door open a little bit. And then Roger Goodell came out and said, I'll consider Marijuana as you know, viable use for medicine. So basically, we just got to get Roger Goodell high, and then we
2: <laughs> it's legal across the board. In
1: there, That's so. what I always thought. You know, <laughs> come in with a little buffet; it's all leased, You know, have meet it, and before you know, it, they're having a great time. You're like, well, this is high. You're being high right now. I feel <laughs> like people who
2: don't or who are against medical marijuana, or just against marijuana in general, have never
1: gotten high. Well, you ever like, you know, like if you meet like somebody in, in law enforcement or a lawyer or someone who prosecutes this, you know, they hate marijuana. They're so against it. So I'm going to tell you that it's legal, it's okay. All of a sudden your mind's going to change. You're okay with it? Is that what you're just because it's illegal, you're all against it? But if it was legal, you'd be all cool? I don't don't buy that. Yeah, I don't buy it either. Yeah, it's not going to happen. Uh, in Wisconsin, the legislature out there is debating on, well, if the prosecutors aren't going to prosecute marijuana offenses, then we're going to give the power to the municipalities themselves. So they're bypassing it. They're kind of taking a step backwards in this, in this fact. Arizona, the Department of Health Services, has decided that, well, migraines, depression, and PTSD do not qualify for medical marijuana.
2: Not just that. Anything that's got Anything that's, that's uh, cannabinoids. So they, I mean, cannabinoids are still technically illegal here, right? Like you can't have edibles. You can't have BHO, butane, hemp well, oil. Well, the
1: thing about that is that no one knows the amount you're supposed to have. Everything's about how much will work for you, this, and which is very hard to prove. You know, like so right. well, just take a little bit here, you'll be fine. It doesn't work that <laughs> it way. It doesn't work like that, <laughs> especially just, not for me. <laughs> yeah, it just doesn't work. You know, so you have these people moving forward, this progressive movement of let's just – Get it out. Let's make it legal and everything's going to be fine. But for the most part, people are, are, are going back in reverse. Like I said, the DHS here in, in Arizona is saying no to these uh, PTSD, which the soldiers, that's our fighting men and women in our military right. who we love and we respect. Once they're done, we're like, you know what? You can't do this because you got to use our manipulated drugs. Thank you for fighting for our country.
2: Please don't get high now.
1: <laughs> right. Please don't enjoy your freedoms. Right. It's just a really bizarre mindset. And you know, for him to say, well, the book is out on the research for PTSD, depression, and migraines that marijuana doesn't help them. Well, that's not, it's not true. It does help. It does work. So just let it go, man. That's all I got to say. Go, just, man. just let it go. And what's really cool on, on the pros of this is that the state of New Hampshire – you know, Normally you need signatures to put on the ballot to vote – You know, to get it to be voted for. Well, the legislature in New Hampshire bypassed the voters and then they themselves are passing a bill to make medical marijuana legal. I don't know if it's, if it's recreational or not. I'll have to double check. But either way, the legislature themselves is passing it.
2: Well, because they see the benefits of revenue that it can create to – fix their local schools and public right. offices and governments.
1: Yeah, I mean, it all comes down to, you know, when President Obama last week said that, you know, marijuana is no more dangerous than alcohol or, or tobacco, which is a, it's a great statement. It's a moving forward statement, but yet it's still a false statement to a certain degree when he says no more than. No, it's, it's a lot less than. Yeah. Tobacco and alcohol are much more dangerous than, alcohol, than uh, marijuana, and I think that's where – the The dissension is that that's where the the, the separation is. Is that the, you just can't because we've been fed that booze. You see them on commercials. Everyone's having a great time and this and that. It's fun to tr- be drunk. It's it's fun to drink and you know a little blurb in the corner. Please drink responsibility, You know it's supposed to be. Well,
2: I think it also has to do with the you know big business runs our government and if we legalize marijuana, it opens the door for other uh, other other ways to create paper and. You know, use hemp for different. Well, hemp
1: oil can right. run cars. We can eat food. It's a fully sustainable food itself. The hemp seeds are uh, clothing, rope, paper, which would save the. Fo- I mean, it's to save the forest. It's. It's like why aren't we? <laughs> you know, well, what's the holdback here? And a lot of companies, you know, what about tobacco companies like Marlboro? You know, they're right. thinking, oh, well, gee, Marlboro will we'll lose out or maybe they should jump in on board and do it. And there's a picture online. It's, I'm sure it's a fake story. I, it is a fake story. <laughs> Marlboro but, Greens? Yeah, Marlboro Greens, right? And in the story it says, yeah, well, the head of Marlboro has been contacting drug cartels in Mexico. Former
3: car- drug cartels.
1: <laughs> I'm like, yeah, I'm sure they are. But, you know, what so I'm saying. It's like they're going to try to jump on board. And would you smoke a Marlboro Marl- – I hate that word. Would you smoke a Camel? Yeah. <laughs> a Marijuana cigarette? Oh, definitely. You don't think they would put chemicals in it or anything like that? They I'm, can't.
2: They can't, no. They, ha- they can't. They can't I mean, put a that's... filter on it. I mean, it, the filter would have to just be like a little piece of cardboard, like, you know, when you, do your own, when you roll your own jig. What is that called there, Matt? A hooter? A hooter? Is yeah. that what it is? I think that's what we figured it out. <laughs> a hooter.
1: Yeah, it's just, you know, it's one of those things where it's got to be different and it's got to be clean. It's got to be natural. And I just don't trust co- corporations to, to do that with, with marijuana. I I don't see that.
2: Yeah, big business runs government. So until we can change the system or change the the laws, they're just going to continue to Run our nation, and if you're the head of a big lumber company and you're nominating a president, you're going to make it, hey, I'm going to give you a million dollars, but you got to
1: make sure weed stays illegal, you know, right. so probably more than a million probably more than a million <laughs> absolutely all their money. I'll give you everything we have. I'll give you stock of my company to keep that <laughs> keep that illegal keep that seed yeah. after. and I just don't get it you know star I think the mentality is going to change so much that down the road well this will be a non issue which it should have been in the in the first place, you know because it was legal before nineteen thirty seven right it was legal before 1937, and all of a sudden, the last, 50, uh, what, um, 80 years, we've been taught that this is bad, it's bad, it's bad, and when in actuality, it's not. Just go back and look. I mean, the minds are getting high, for God's sakes. <laughs> well, everybody, China. I mean, Chinese <laughs> uh, philosophers, you know, all these, if you look back, Botus, it's, it's everywhere. Right, yeah. It's been put on this planet for a reason, and I think now is the time we need to use it, and I think it could be the thing that saves this planet. I agree. I I really do. And that's something that we all need to look at and just let it go and say, you know what? If you don't do it, fine. Just don't CB anybody that wants to do it. Don't enforce your twisted and uh, manipulated morals to shine upon other people who do things too. Clean your own house before you start – Telling everyone else this, this is going to open dirty. up a, a can of politics. I don't know if I want to go here right now. <laughs> we won't go there, but uh we'll play some music instead. How about that? That sounds great. Let's get right. a bit in a better mood. How about some smooth operator? Ooh, I think
2: I know I think I know that song.
1: I think so too. This is your band. That's right. I'm the keyboardist. Puck Zoo. That's P U C K X O U. We're online.
2: Facebook.com slash PugZoo. You can follow us at reverbnation.com slash PugZoo, Twitter, MySpace.
1: You got great music, man. And that's why, it. I, that's why it's being played right now. Not because you're here. Oh, I know that. Just want you to know. Yeah. I will, but let's <laughs> make that
2: clear. There's no bias here, okay? If, Ke- if I was a horrible in a horrible band, Kevin would be like, I don't think
1: so. Yeah, you wouldn't be here. <laughs> I'll just <have to> say <laughs> no. that much right now. All right, PugZoo is the band. It's music from here in Phoenix, Arizona, where we are broadcasting from as you go global with gas. Man, every Saturday from 1 to 3 p.m. Pacific time on voiceamerica.com. It's the variety channel. Check it out when you can. But right now, here's some funky reggae, smooth operator from Puck Zoo. Mm-hmm. Music from Puck Zoo. That's P-U-C-K-X-O-U, which you can find online. Matt, where that? at? Facebook.com slash Puck Zoo. That is your band. You got a, you got a, some news you just heard? Oh, well. Just I, now?
2: I just got a text from my manager that's said that we are actually the direct support of our upcoming show. Nice. February 7th. I don't want to throw the underba- other band under the bus, though, so I'm <laughs> not going to say.
1: Nice. Well, the band you're opening up for is Brewfish. That's correct. Another We're- band uh, from Los Angeles, yeah?
2: Yep, and they're also playing with us at the Uplift Music and Arts Festival in June.
1: I'll try to get their music on for next week, or at least for the following weeks, because we do play reggae here. We'll play rock and roll. I, I haven't decided if we're going to play some really heavy stuff. I want to leave that up for you guys out there listening. If you, you want to hear some heavy metal, some hard rock music, because I've got a ton of music that I would love to play for you guys, but I just don't know if that's something you want to hear. But I think once in a while, I might drop it in there. Going Global with Gas. That's gas. What it's all about. Man. That's me, Kevin Gasman. And uh, we've been wrapping up. We're going to wrap up the show right now. And uh, we thank you for tuning in. And you can sh- check us out online again, voiceamerica.com under that variety channel and the search Going Global with Gas. That's right. Man. Man. <laughs> and there's uh, we have you know tons of th- things you can search on the show that our show will pop up. You know, you, have a, you, you, you can type in home and family, my show will pop up. You can, you can type up antiques, and, and this show will pop up. You can type up animals and pets, and this show will pop up. But we didn't talk about animals and pets. We will right now. I like dogs and cats, Matt. Okay. But cats are more fun when you take them out of the dryer. Dude, I hate cats. <laughs> I got way too many cats. You know this. I know you do. I despise <laughs> <We're> talking. <cats>. T- <laughs> Let's talk sexuality and health. Sort of. Okay, cool. (laughs) What a good (laughs) segue. We're going to wrap this up. By the way, again, my name is Kevin Gassman. You can find me during the week, Monday through Friday, from 5 p.m. to 8 p.m., doing a radio show in Phoenix, Arizona. It's called Driving with Gas and is with my co-host, Cindy Love, and we are on the air. We play lots of great music. We have guests and bands joining us on the show. We play comedy. And a little bit of that will be bleeding over to this show as well. But, you know, since we are internet and we can – Go a little bit further and above and beyond where we can go on the FM dial. That's right. We so can be nasty. You can find me online or at Facebook. It's Driving With Gas. There's two S's, and that is the show page. Or you can just find me online. My name is Kevin Gassman. And do your search. Just there.
2: go to Facebook, type in Kevin Gasman, He'll pop
1: up. Right. So uh, as we end, I'm going to end with a little adults only. Ooh. Yeah, I know. I feel like I need to have a little sounder for it. See, this is like our, our preliminary. This is the tester show. This is our first one. What did you call it? It was the uh, – The pilot show? The pilot show, if you will. The kind of thing we're going to be doing here every Saturday, and we're going to close out the show with a game, well, not every show, but at least this game we're going to play that I love, because it's a game that I've been playing for years on the radio that I can't wait to play for you guys right now. It's called Porno Music or Not. What? Yeah, you haven't played this before, have you? I have not. Oh, this is great. I've
2: sat in on you doing it a couple times. I never got to play.
1: All right, so you're going to go up against Matt. Oh. And I'm, I'm debating on whether to give the answers today or we should wait for next week. Mm. play it now and then next week we'll give the answers okay you wanna do that so I'll, sure. gi- so I'll give you a, one or two songs right. to choose from I'm gonna play some music and you have to decide is it from a porno or is it from TV like commercials infomercial music TV show ending music anything else on TV besides a porno and when I mean porno I'm talking about the Skinamax flicks you know soft core <laughs> okay yeah i'm not, not, not talking about brown bag videos <laughs> i like mean brown bag
2: i'm a pro at that
1: <laughs> no not like that but you have to decide i'll give you a little sample okay okay this is your ta- your taster if you will is this porn or is it not
2: um hmm. no i'm gonna say no you're going no what yeah. are you
1: what are you feeling on this one uh.
2: Feels like I don't know, like a dance movie or something like that. A dance movie, you know, or you're in a club scene, electric boogaloo, a club scene or something like that.
1: Like a club scene, some kind of like this, maybe like a montage video. This in the background, yeah. All right, well, you suck because you're wrong. (laughs) 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 It is not porno. No, it's not porno. I mean, it is porno. Okay, I was going to say that. I'm right. (laughs) (laughs) I'm so excited that you got it wrong. I (laughs) I messed up myself. Um, No, it, it is a porno. Okay. And it's Busty Cops.
2: Oh, I should know. I've seen that one. Wait, what? I let's, shouldn't have said well, that out in
1: the air. It's Busty Cops 2.
2: Oh, okay. So I've only seen the first one and the third
1: one. Black on Patrol. Yeah, see, I haven't seen Black
2: <laughs> You on haven't Patrol. seen that I yet. I saw the third one, though.
1: All right, well, let's do one here. This will be on challenge for you guys out there listening. Now that you know how the game works, what we'll do is we'll play this, and uh, we'll, we'll put it up against you, okay? Okay. You ready? Yep. Okay. So let's do this. Play one here, and then you decide, is this porn or is it not? Hmm. Uh, yes Obviously don't give away the answer Alright, you are, what are you thinking right now? What's going on? People are getting down, that's what (laughs) I'm thinking (laughs) It's internet man, you can tell me what's going on I think people are
2: just getting hot and heavy Clothes are ripping
1: off Throwing a chick down on the bed (laughs) Just slamming her head against the backboard Is that what's going on? Yeah You're twisted (laughs) <laughs> Go up against Matt. Next Saturday, we'll give you the answer to this tune at the end of the program. Is it porn or is it not? You decide. Everyone else, you have a great Saturday night. Thank you, Matt, for hanging out with me. Of course. Thank you, Ryan. Thank you, Jeff, for letting me allow me for doing this here at VoiceAmerica.com. It's our first show. We uh, get the glitches out for next week, and each week will be different. We'll move on and move forward as we continue to give you some of the best independent music we can find from here in Phoenix, Arizona and around the globe. That is what Going Global with Gas Man, Hey, Kevin, before we go, where can people email you to get the music here? Uh, you can email me, uh, Kevin, at withgas.com. There's two S's. That's my email address, kevin at withgas.com. And send me an email, and we'll just go from there. Sweet. Other than that, you guys have a great Saturday. Thank you, Matt. Thank you, voiceofamerica.com. Voiceamerica.com, the Variety Channel, is where you find us every Saturday, 1 to 3 p.m. Pacific time. You guys have a great evening. Going global with gas. Man.